Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hello and welcome to the Everton Fan Focus podcast derby preview. Um, we've managed to find a few Scouse copites. They still do exist. Um, thankfully today... We've got three blues, including myself, and three reds. So we've got Sean, who's a blue, Chris Dunn, who's a blue, and we've got James, Michael, and Ken, who are all reds. So we're going to discuss the big game on Saturday, give us some predictions, and hopefully some insults as well. <laughs> Sean, I'll come to you first, mate. What's your uh, what's your thoughts on Derby Week? How are you usually before these games? I don't. I, I can't remember the last time I, I looked forward to a derby. I sort of just accept that it's six points in the year that that we won't get generally. But uh, hopefully this season, maybe we we started to turn a corner and perhaps there's a bit more optimism than than there has been in previous years. Um, albeit we still haven't had that that result against one of the so-called big six sides um, certainly away from home that, that were probably overdue so hopefully between this game and the Man United game there's a chance for us to get something um, and why not now? Chris, are you optimistic? No, I'm never optimistic before the derby I think um, you wake up on the morning of the derby day and, and all you're ever thinking about is just getting through the getting actually through the day unscathed and I think we'll, we'll probably probably all guilty of that for, for different reasons <laughs> I think um, recent seasons Everton and going to Anfield it's just a, a place where we tend to just go and capitulate regardless of whether we're in good form or bad form so it's, it's I'm not all, I'm said mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all I'm actually hoping for is that we actually turn up and play if you turn up and play and get beat you can actually walk away and think oh well that's that but when you turn up and, and sort of just you don't get not, not stuck in too much but you don't play your game and you just get tongued. It's just sort of it's, it's, well, it's hell, isn't it? On next yeah. time. I know. I agree with that. Like going there, uh, the last couple of seasons it's been four 0 hasn't it? Um, mm. But we had Martinez as the manager then, so we could have really gone anywhere and got beat four 0 It's a good manager, wasn't it? He was for. He was for about nine months, lads. Yeah. 
Yeah. Side of the ground, big mural. Yeah, I'll soon got rid of Darren Jay. I'll soon got rid of Jay. Martinez jungle. To be fair, like it's first season, we, we were all impressed and we, we started to bring in players and that, but it just went on its arse after that, let's be honest. But going there now, I'm going to stiff my neck on the line. I don't think under Koeman that we can go to Anfield and get beat in such a fashion I'm not going to say we won't go there and get beat because probably like due to it's a bit defeatist attitude but I don't think that helps going there thinking well it's six points in the season that would be right off I think the whole mindset of the club probably needs to change but we said that after the Spurs game remember we did yeah it, it's just it's, it's so hard when it's been sort of 18 times or 17 times in a row that You've gone there with that that little bit of hope, and each each time you don't get it, it just chips away. And I think, do you know what's the, partially the problem for me, particularly going to Anfield, is in those seventeen or eighteen years, whatever it is now, have we ever even been close to winning any one of those games? I, I can't remember us ever being close to winning one. So it, it's not the fact that we haven't won, it's the fact that we've never even been close to winning one. And as I say, it just chips away each time to the point where you just think. But even, even, the, even the times when like Kales equalised late on and yeah. Lescott scored in one and yeah, yeah. Jagiel, yeah. obviously. Yeah. They were just for points. It was just, just a to point grab point, yeah. Most yeah. of those points, to be fair, we didn't deserve like the Jagielka one. We were battered that game. Yeah. We were terrible. We, we were 11 men behind the ball. Yeah, but we, it wasn't we, put away at the same time. Like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, exactly, part, that's true. That's part yeah. It wasn't like that 2-4-0 one. You, you leave it in that yeah. position where it can still be taken back to a one all and it's your own fault if it ends up happening that way, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Everton are going to have to keep it tight, I think, yeah. at the start. And they're going to have to go in 0-0 yeah. at half-time to have any... Any chances? Need to get Lukaku more than four touches of the ball as well. <laughs> That's well, it. He only needs one. <laughs> I'd say, like, I'd, I'd be a little bit, a lot's been said about him, but I'd take a little snide one nil. You know, Lukaku goal, and it, I think if we've got to get anything from the game, he, he needs to be up for it. But like against Tottenham, we need to get the ball up to him because we just had, he was just isolated. So, what do you reckon, Jay? I'm always confident when we play Anfield, particularly recently. Um, but it's just something when I'm con- when you're confident that brings depression that brings a nervousness yeah. it's just something in the back of my mind that we've been beaten on by small teams and with another one coming <laughs> and he messing with <laughs> <laughs> um, no, ju- no I just think that um, you've got like the Swansea defeat and that yeah, out there where, where, they've there. Come, where they've come and set up a certain way and we haven't been able to deal with it mm. uh, Lorente was brilliant for them mm. that day he was brilliant so if Everton I think that I think the thing with Everton and the biggest danger is with the the game uh, the Martinez won the four 0 They come out and they started to play, and they got they got they became unstuck. I think if you look at Lukaku as a focal point, and maybe and it sounds like a bit like um, a bit defeatist, but put ten men behind the ball and then break break on us. Can't deal with it. See, we've done that against City earlier in the season, yeah. didn't we? And then we took a 1 0 lead, counter attack with Lukaku, and we mm-hmm. soaked up a lot of pressure. We saved two penalties as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I agree with that. It was like 43 attempts on goal or something the last time, yeah, you know, yeah, it was yeah. That sums up Martinez towards the end, especially. The, 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 big, the biggest thing about Liverpool at the minute, our centre halves, no matter what partnership, is shite. Yeah. Yeah. So if you, play, if you play on them, Get in, get in between them in the channels. Yeah. You're going to get chances. Not having anyone to sit in front of them since Henderson's yeah. being out because yeah, every challenge, not that man. Mm. 
and then the lamb is out there. This is the biggest chance ever in about few years. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Been saying that a while, haven't we? Sure. Yeah, we've been saying that a lot of times now. <laughs> but I think that the problem with the, the, the Martinez ones was that we were still going with the mindset that us three have, have sort of uh, described that we, we we're not going to get anything. Uh, you know, if, if we get something, it's a bonus. But then trying to play this attractive football, and you can't go there with hope rather than expectation, and trying to attract the football yeah. at the same time. The two don't I think, together. I, th- I think that one just one moment in that game sums it up. John Stone trying to play out, out from yeah. the back and a misplaced pass. If that could sum up a game, it was that, and then he went off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think if you avoid that, you keep it tight because. Yeah. The games where we have blown teams away, we've scored early on. Mm. The longer we go, especially at Anfield, the longer we go through the game where we haven't scored and it's nil-nil and it's edgy, especially if it's a derby as well, that gives the opposition more chances to nick it. That, that's mm. being in a way. That's what you did the season when you nearly won the league, wasn't it? Every time you've played someone, 15 minutes into the game, you was one or two in a lot. Yeah. Um, so I think you're right, the, the longer you get into a game, you get more. You get a little bit more uh, nervous and got a better chance. That was the season that Gerard fell on his arse, weren't it? That was, that's right, I do remember that. I, know yeah, what, I haven't heard about that since. Yeah. I know what you're talking about there. Yeah, yeah. every week. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, on the subject of injuries, um, obviously we've got half a squad left after the international break. We'll come to that in a minute, but Lalana, how much of a miss will he be for you? Massive. Massive, yeah. absolutely massive. He's running himself into the ground. I think he has been a bit tired and he's still, you know, I think he's, he's still playing well and I think when he first signed for us, I remember that City missed against Man United. I think that's when Gerard came on for about two seconds and got sent off. I don't know my problem, but <laughs> uh, I, I, was, think I have big question marks over his fleet. You know, he was doing everything for scoring. I think you've got to, you want to get put in that bracket of being, you know, good. And he has got a few more goals now. Do you know what I mean? And his work rate on the cloth and all that has uh, it's improved a lot. And I think you know he's one of the first players you put on our team. She's had, I think going into this weekend. I just think with that likes of injuries you've got uh, Coutinho who's been quiet since he's had that you know, since he's come back from injury Is he fit to play? He's going to be fit to play but fingers with Coutinho even when he's 13 he's about 2 or 3 games now whether he's had them with Brazil because he's scored the ball against Uruguay so yeah I worry about it well don't worry about him but I just, I'm expecting a big performance because I think for me Coutinho gets linked with Barcelona when he's playing well and uh, I think going back to when we had them two finals last year, he just didn't really turn up on big games. You want big players. It's not the two finals you lost. Yeah, two finals we lost. Yeah. Two finals we got two long. Yeah, we got two that's semis. What, that's, what, that's how Klopp makes his name, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. I'll call him Makers again. What? I'll call him Makers name again. The manager. I can't remember. That's what you said, Coleman. Then I was going to say. That's going to break all over here, breaking his leg. Yeah, no, no. I think touching back on the line, I think before Klopp came in he was a luxury player, mm. so he was a player you could have in the team who if everyone else was on, on fire, you, fine you can have him and he can pull off his little tricks and his, well, he was his a step overs. And, if he wasn't English, it's yeah, one of the main yeah. players. He, he, he came in a big fee as well didn't he, to be mm. fair, which adds pressure. Considering how short his resume was, like it, was, it was good those couple of seasons in the Premiership for Southampton, but it was like two seasons is not really enough for a guy of that stature in that team to command that kind of face. It was 26, was it? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, 
fees don't really it's not really something that, that I think are that relevant anymore because it's because you spent a billion pounds yeah we've sold a lot though we've you play midfielders at centre I mean if we're getting on that Everton has spent the most money in Europe without winning anything mm-hmm. so Um, lack of pace in in in, um, uh, in the back four because I think Liverpool have got sort of 
three of the guys up front there. I think um, Williams is sort of a great defender, but obviously he's, he's, he's over the 30 year mark. And as soon as that happens, and the likes of Jamie Elke, they lose that sort of you know half a yard of pace, yeah. as they always talk about. I think it's crucial in big games where players like that need that half a pace. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, when you play yeah, against someone like for me, you know, it's yeah. Well, Mane, I was going to say Mane could mm. be splits anyone on our team, yeah. but yeah. Williams and Jagiel. <laughs> Colgate's the only one who could probably catch up. Baines is over thirty now as well, isn't yeah, he? He's, he's not getting anywhere. It's one thing catching up. You've still got to put, you've still got to read it. You've still got to put the tackling right. You know what I mean? <clears> like you at the pits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, sounds like that really. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think it'll be important to whoever can actually play in front of the back four. You know, to sort of like the, whoever's going to be like the old spoiler. Yeah. You know, yeah. To, to, to block channels and whatever that they do. A lot of the time, you don't see it when you're watching the game just an attack breaks up and it's not until you, you sort of watch it back later and you realise that it's actually somebody's done a hell of a lot of hard work during the game mm-hmm. and we notice sort of it's invisible yeah. like when you get that ball and like everyone's saying it's Lukaku and when Lukaku's going to get that ball he's going to be there's someone going to be on the straight away he's either going to be Lovren jumping into the back of him it's going to be Henderson you know he's playing you know coming out and face on he's out you know he's going to hold up hold up that ball well do you know what I mean and I think it's if it gets to that point where we're pressing and you know the ball's just getting booted out, you know, time after time. It needs you need more options, you know, for that. And setting up the back line is going to, you know, impact on the options you're going to have, you know, when you're off the ball. And that that's the hard thing you play when you play, you know, when you maybe going into the game as an underdog where you know you're expected, you know, to sit back and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you've got to think when you've got to get the ball, you've got to do something with it because if you're not, and we know you're not, then it's just you know you're gonna just it's just gonna keep coming and coming and coming and then. Uh, like you said, you know, they, you get tired. So yeah, yeah. Penalties. Well, I think, like, penalties this year as well. We've had, we've had this year, every year. Yeah. <laughs> penalties penalty 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 in the charity match last Sunday, did Penalty in the charity match? That was stone wall. Penalty in the charity match. That's okay. You can't you can't complain about when it's given and it's legitimately a penalty. Like, no, like, we, like we, can. we can, yeah. Absolutely. I think every team can go. Well, we've had, we've had. Yeah. I think it does. It's that cliche works. It works itself yeah. because we can complain. United had scored an offside goal or stuff as we've won that game. There's, there's been other little bits where you go. Well, the Sunderland game. Sunderland game. Yeah. Got so it it. I know. I know. Chelsea got nine points at the start of the season. They shouldn't have got. Costa when he should have been on the pitch and he scored the winner past West Ham. Mm. They had that great start. And I know Chelsea's the best team in the league now, but I think on that, you know, you know, when it can impact, you know what I mean? It's, uh, and I think with us as well, we, you know, we've got a lot of paceful, you know, players with pace. You're going to get more penalties with players with pace, you know what I mean? And then Hazard gets one level off every week, you know what I mean? Because of the way he moves as well, you know what I mean? Well, we haven't had one for about 89. Is it 89 years? Yeah, around, around I think like, was it 1910 or so, something? So, Gallon but yeah. well, you need a player who can run fast to get a penalty, that's what I'm saying. You, know, you haven't got any pace really. You, know. you can give us all the You're not playing with a half of the He's about pantomime of Anfield, have we? With a yeah, that's it. Uncle Nobed manager. <laughs> Pressurising the officials all the time. It's one thing. Uh, Liverpool's so called reputation. But yeah, we haven't had one there for what, what, 89, 90 years. Uh, I'm not confident that we'll get one on Saturday if I'm honest but just going on. into the game thinking you need a pen you're in trouble <laughs> yeah, I'll take it in later, <laughs> no, you take it, I'll take, it take a snide little Kevin Campbell 1-0 um, which was like a lifetime ago but speaking of the midfield there like we talked about injuries McCarthy's injured and I don't know that he would have got a lock in I think he would, he would have wouldn't he if because uh, we don't 
Yeah, 100% no way the Schneider will be fit. I sort of think that's, probably that was the next point. Yeah, um, that's massive if he it, plays. Yeah, I mean, because McCarthy would have been the, the natural replacement for, for Schneider. And I, I don't think that Koeman will play um, Gway as a single uh, sitting midfielder. I think he will want to play too. Um, it is just my fear that if, if the second one is bad, we are going to get absolutely battered in terms yeah. of pace. Uh, and he's going to make mistakes you can't have Barry Jagielkin and Williams as the spine of your defensive set up against mm. Liverpool or I'm, I'm most sides in the league to be I'm honest I'm amazed he replaced John Stones with Ashley Williams mm. amazed yeah. Such if you bring in Ashley Williams you've got to bring in someone else to yeah. add a different I, th- I think that's going to be the focal point of our experience the back four quite is the old, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. he's been there forever, hasn't he? That is an area of concern, and Funes more. He's not. He's, hot, he's injured, it? but I wouldn't have played him anyway. He's just yeah. he, he, he he got sent off, but he's likely to get sent off, and he's I, I, he's he got caught out against Tottenham several times, didn't he? He's he mercurial, could, isn't he? He could, he could be great. He could be absolutely yeah, diabolical, yeah. and he's got fifty p-shaped feet at the yeah. best of times. It's, it's you would you trust Jagielka and Williams more. But ultimately, they are too slow together. Yeah. So, I think the inclusion of Schneiderlin's massive, and then if you've got Schneiderlin and Gay, then it looks great from a setup. It just gives you a bit of composure, doesn't it? And, and, and that's what we're always lacking at Anfield is a bit of composure. So it, it just gives us that little bit of time on the ball, a little bit of class, um, you know, a little bit of creativity. With the, sorry, freeze the two in front of them in terms of Barkley and Davis. I assume to be creative because you know you've got that little bit of assurance behind you so you think it would be Morales with um, included as well from the Morales start Morales is one of these mercurial players isn't he he, he, he can turn about being a blue world beater yeah. I don't know whether it's what side of bed he gets out of that, that, that lad but um, you never know what you're going to get I, 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 hope, he's, 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 yeah. I hope someone goes through he's, to be honest he'll be on Milner's side yeah, yeah. he's got an alright record in the derby from, from memory Morales in terms of goal scoring so it, I think even when we got Tom 4-0 he, he, he was the only one who got a an yeah. applause because he had a goal I can't remember that was the last yeah. one or the he one before terribly inconsistent but yeah, no idea he's one of the players who Liverpool fans actually fear yeah you know, me yeah. as an Evertonian I, I fear two of the guys we've spoken about is Coutinho and um, Lallana mm. they're the two guys who I can get really creative for Liverpool mm. and I think um, Morales is the one that the Liverpool fans fear it's I think it's because it's Curiel yeah. You just don't know where you're going to get from. Yeah, you could be absolute dross, you could you yeah. score a goal, you just don't know. So we're going to have probably Davis and Holgate starting on their youngsters. Um, he won't play Luke Mumbley, it's too big a no. game and he's too young. Use, how will you set up then with Lallana not playing? Will Ben Woodburn come in? Will Origi get a start? Emery Chan, me, Van Alden and Henderson. Yeah, that's, I like that three with you. It's, it's, Say that again. It's Henderson, Van Alden, yeah. Emery Chan. That's the, the middle three. Yeah. I like middle three. Yeah. I do like that because I'm a lot of Coutinho and Mane for me, you know. Yeah. Front three. Yeah. With Mane further forward. Probably for me, no. The, 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 they changed all yeah. you. You can watch them and they, they, they changed the arm. They'd probably bring Coutinho left hmm. and for me, you know, up on us. In the middle and Manny on the right, mm. um, but if they're bringing if if they're bringing a, a different right back in, whoever that may be, it would be Holgate yeah. and fancy Manny up against them. Yeah. 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 Just test them, even if it's just first 10, 15 Manny's and see what he's about. Yeah. I think I, I, yeah. I, 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 I
our point of view from Evan is if if you can get the balls out wide and get them in the box, yeah. always struggle. I so the defensive got... concerns is is aerial. With oh yeah, or just the defensive just, concern just general, overall. Just generally, we'll, yeah. but we don't keep a clean sheet. No, no. I just think it's set pieces. I mean, we've we've been close so many times to conceding goals or losing games off set pieces. When we concede goals, it's, you know, it seems to be all that. Uh, Swansea was quite bad for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, and it, it does sound so simple as well. I just think it's uh, I don't know whatever they're doing on the pitch, but it's one of them. I think we've been like that f- for that long now. We've sort of just sort of accepted it. With, uh, it's just a lack of yeah. organisation. Just yeah. nobody like, actually really wanted to just put themselves. Well, right Burnley was the it. best example. We was giving free kicks away on the halfway line, thinking that enough. We had to keep Tommy Eaton was coming out, beating the ball right into the box, and they'd yeah. done about seven or eight times. And the the uh, did have a chance. They should, mm-hmm. you know. You should have scored. It seems every but team likes the long throw against us. Liverpool, Liverpool struggled with set pieces for as long as I can yeah. remember. Even when we've had good, good back fours, good, good back fives, including the keeper. I'm thinking of our uh, Benitez team mm-hmm. with Rainer and goal and a solid back four. I'm thinking of Julier's team yeah. and Tebow went inside with solid back four and a, and a decent half decent keeper. Set pieces always struggle. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Always. I think it's it's one of the same old thing, and it's a roll of a dice and you get a good ball and you get that run off. It's mm-hmm. one of them, and you can't really. Yeah, but, but it's always been one of them. Like if you can get if you can get set pieces against Liverpool, you'll have, you'll yeah. have chances. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think for us under Moyes we were more defensively organised weren't we and I think that was the whole setup of the team but we had a few our asses in the back line and you could deal with crosses and I know um, since then like we different style under Martinez different players and now we're kind of transitioning back to being yeah. more defensively organised but um, we've done alright this turn of the year haven't we in terms of clean sheets and Joel's done okay clean but sheets we have absolutely that, that position is centre half we need two new centre halves in the summer you would say and probably okay. a new left back potentially potentially yeah. Yeah, the whole defence you would look at as a set up mm-hmm. but like speaking of set pieces you guys saying you're, you're sort of fearful about your ability to defend them we're probably fearful about our ability to attack them yeah. we don't <laughs> score goals from set pieces yeah. we are, we've had probably since Moyes left I'd suggest we've been the most impotent team at set pieces if, if our corners beat the first man you feel like we scored a goal to be honest yeah. it's, it's that rare yeah. um, although recently we, we seem to have given up on trying to get the ball in the box from corners straight away we seem to try and play around with it a little bit and try and work a better crossing position so I think we've just accepted the fact that we can't get a ball into the box um, so that would be a lovely thing to see on, on Saturday for me would be a corner and Evan to score a header directly from a corner just because it would make you feel just as bad all over again mm. there you go so we'll win 2-0 penalty and, and a header like, nice, like Jackie Elk like header or something like that it's not asking yeah. for much no, no. it would be nice to see Sean's right and what he says then you look at other teams like West Brom every, every goal he scores like a centre half yeah, yeah. It, it, in theory it's so easy you know, get the ball in the box six foot four yeah. lads isn't get the ball in the back the of the players net players they wide always set up for that yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'd rather just play yeah. like we are than play yeah. West Brom not yeah. 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 do you want to go watch that did you want to go watch that week in week out you couldn't watch it no, no. but it, it's, it certainly makes an impact doesn't it getting oh, the ball over and yeah. having lads yeah. like Chris Brunt and Morrison and that who can whip a ball over and then Dawson and Dawson yeah but the way they are in the league and I've been for years for the reason yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, then it's that's not the, the same with like Stoke. moved on from that now, but I think when you buy them players, and that's the question, what you put over Lukaku's head as well, because he's on about you know he wants to go wherever he wants to go, but he's already had his chance at Chelsea, which I wouldn't really judge him on that yet because Chelsea have an habit of uh, letting a few players go, yeah. which we've picked up as well, and um, 
I just think them type of players, you know, when you get into that maybe so-called top six, you, the way you're playing, it's all on the floor. You're whacking it around hundred miles an hour. Do you know what I mean? Little flicks, touches, and you know, it's uh, that sort of seems to be how it goes. And the that's, other that's the thing. Ben Teffi was doing it for Villa yeah. in the Paul Villa side and scoring goals. Cause that was the way they were playing. Mm-hmm. You come to Liverpool where everything was on the floor and they, yeah, you, just think, yeah. you feel sorry. You don't feel sorry for him, but the fact is, I think it's just the way he's built and the way he is. You know. Yeah, but I'd, say, but I'd even to, but I'd, I'd say I'd split the Kaku apart from, from any of them other types of players because mm-hmm. he, he can get it down. He, can, he scores all he's, types of he's goals. Technically he's technically not, better, and yeah, he's not I, th- I think the only thing that. My Evertonian mates have ever, you know, the, their biggest problem with him is does he get, does he work hard enough, does he get yeah. through enough in the game mm-hmm. when things aren't going well and mm-hmm. things are going against him a little bit? Yeah. Is he pressing that mm-hmm. that centre half? Is he yeah. the first line of defence, or is he just, is it just going through the motions? Yeah, yeah. the thing is with him, no, more often than not, if it doesn't look like he's putting the work rate in, he'll still pop up with the winner. Yeah, which you know, yeah. statistically, yeah. you know, maybe you think that's what you yeah. like is there for, but yeah. We've all got Evertonian mates who've got that similar, similar thing yeah. with, um, with Sturridge with us. Yeah. He doesn't. He, he's yeah. he's not splitting. He's not busting the goal to get to that right back to close him down, stop the ball getting into the second third. But give him a yard of space and he'll get you the goal. Mm. But it's it's that same thing. He doesn't look like he's doing anything and then yeah. he'll pop mm. up with the goal. I, th- I think with Lukaku as well, he's getting put in his bracket now. And his records, like when you look at you know the first players like fifty Premier League goals and stuff and. He's really, you know, he's he's up there with all of them, like you know. But I just think when he's he in plays, your fantasy team, isn't he as well? Yeah, he is. Yeah, um, captain. No, he can't do that. Still trying to get that in there because I don't know. I don't know. That's the latest in mind. I don't know. Seventh in the league. Oh no, no, no! I've got to go in on the foul. <laughs> uh, I think, I think well, I've got two or three Evan players most of the season. Mm. But I think you, you win by any means yeah. necessary. No. <laughs> I, I think for like you know, I think you know, it's pulling this bracket and he's not going anywhere. I think you, obviously not from my point of view, but I'd just say, all right, then we'll see this derby. You know, go and lead the line. You know, do like I did the trap for you. You know, be the man. Do you know what I mean? You know, run round, win your tackles, hold the ball, up, bounce two of them off you, spread it. And you, you know, this is what. This is the type of game where if he wants to go to that level, he's got to be performed in these games. And mm-hmm. I know you can say to him, oh, you know, he might not get, you know, if Barkley doesn't open more or whatever, but I just think if he's at that top bracket, sometimes you've got to go yourself. got to step up. So, but that, yeah. That's what me and Sean were saying recently, yeah. though, and we say it all the time, but we've got Everton stepping up and making a statement. Mm-hmm. Derby is the perfect yeah. time for the club to do it, but mm-hmm. Bukaku, who's meant to be, who is a top player. Yeah. I think for us at the moment, though, like for Liverpool, I think. It's like that city one was key, Burnley was key because I think you know we've got Kane out, we've got United, they've got a few players out, so suspended. City have been dumped out. We've got a big opportunity here as well. You a know. few of them play each other as well. Yeah, oh, it's a mm. great. I can't wait to watch them. Like, you know, the last because they're all just gonna you know not sh- shite out of each other hopefully, and <laughs> you can just sit there and you know I think we've got a big opportunity. And the way I'm looking at it, I think it might be wrong to think like this, but everything's standing in the way of if you get these out the way now, then. We haven't even got teams at the bottom fighting for the lives. We've got mid-table teams who, have, you know, players have done the bit for the season. They want to book their holidays. They want, yeah. you know, they're not interested. They're not playing Sunderland. We're not playing Bay because these, they're teams who are gonna, you know, they are gonna do some surprises. You know, it always happens. The last five games. So what, on that subject, we've come to Everton in a second in terms of our expectations for the rest of the season. But so, what are you trying to say there then that you're gonna finish I, second? No, no. I think uh, what we're saying here, if when we get used that way on Saturday, I think we should be clean through for uh, this. 
top four. The way we've got to think as well, United in the Europa League is going to be top three, if I'm not mistaken, which is something uh, I don't know. Oh, it's only if they win that and Leicester win the Champions League, so yeah. it goes top three, but otherwise, we've got to face them. It's funny how they're happy to come fourth in a two-horse race that it was a couple of months ago. Well, well, it's better than seventh. I'm sure if you finish seventh, there'd be some loophole like it means you've got in the Champions probably, League still. Yeah, probably um, a trophy. Yeah. Do you know what they are? Sorry. <laughs> well, I, I think fourth place for us at the moment, and you can say what you want because you both know deep down he's backing your hand off to the inside our position at the moment. So I think if you go into the top four, uh, see if you can get in the summer because there's talks of uh, you know we've done that in January and I think this summer spend another billion. Well, the F- well when you look at that, it's funny you say that because we've spent sixteen million pound on average for the last ten. Are you talking about spends now? Do you work for no, MSG? I've, no, I've, I've actually <laughs> no, I've, it's it's uh, pulled up now. It's just Is it? check it up. Sorry, yeah. And, um, <laughs> because we do sell a lot, like you know, at times we have been a selling club and stuff, and you using the wall about that when happily goes to Man United. But that's another thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but I think if you can get these out of the way, uh, obviously we've still got more games to play uh, and I'd just like to see what we can do in the summer because I think that our owners now, we need to stop pissing around. We're either just going to say, listen, we are what we are and this is what we're going to do. You know, We might get to our 4-1 season, might not, or are we either going to go, listen, we've got Champions League qualification, I want to go out and buy a player that uh, the team doesn't want to let go. Do you know what I mean? From a team that's similar to our standing, not a Southampton. No disrespect, you know. They're, 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 I see what you mean. So that increases your status yeah. in itself. But that's we look at Chelsea with Azad there. You know, the fact is, Real Madrid got a big fight in their hands to get him because Chelsea don't sell. Do you know what I mean? United, Sheffield Ronaldo don't really sell. Do you know what I mean? And I think City, I think City have sold anyone they really wanted to. City let everyone get old. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? But City, in it. Crazy position, the big thing for Liverpool is not buying projects all the time, yeah. And just going, Here's a guy who's going to be the man in three years, potentially. I don't think it's even that. I think it's just every summer we seem to be buying six, seven, eight players, and they've all got a bed in. I think you buy two or three top players who can make an instant impact, impact and then obviously two or three then drop out the first team, and then Mm. they're your backups. Then who have done all right so far. I hope you look in the Premier League more as well because I think. Remember, we bought a lot of foreign defenders in the past, and that, you know, a lot of them are crap. Do you know what I mean? I think a lot of them, I like Matip now, he's coming for nothing. Uh, Lovland's growing on me, I think he's got a bit of a presence building on there. He's can't not, stand him. I know. I, mean, <laughs> I hate him personally. But I think, I just, you know, looking at our back line, it's, I think you look at the teams who've gone on to do things and stuff, or. You know, you look at Chelsea's old backline, Man United's old backline, City's old backline. I just think you, you've not had that top, top, top of the range defender probably since Carragher went. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He was, uh, so, and you can say what you want on Carragher, he's the best in any old defender. It's a swat, isn't it? That's great, though, fine by me, I like it. I remember him in the derby, though, but to be honest, though, I think recent years we've lost a bit of that, you know. Yeah, and like we've got Barkley and Davis, but they're not the most aggressive lads. And no. Davis is still dead young, but we've lost a bit of that. You know, we had Kale who you could always rely on against yeah. the top sides to get Nicky a goal. Yeah. We've lost a bit of snideness, I'd say, from Everton yeah. and Liverpool probably oh. as well, haven't they? You know, like a player who can like. Did Barkley signed you Henderson or Goodison in December. Yeah. Don't remember no, it. That was a great tackle. Well, even <laughs> no, you know what I mean. Like someone who can. No, I know what you mean. Generally, yeah. yeah. But, you know, so you still get Jack Elliott because he hasn't played yeah. for half the season. Do you know what I mean? Gareth Barry's probably the past that he's not the most like aggressive lad, is he? Just, no. It's 
characters, isn't it? You're just trying to play football now, often, you know. Finally, you know, dogs of war for years. So, yeah, usually you've just been. Dogs of war since 1989. Yeah, I'm sorry, 40. I remember your old team, Gravis and Carl, when you beat us 1 0. That was a snide team. Now, hopefully, you don't go back to that because you're going backwards. Do you know what I mean? Because you know, they couldn't. I don't think we'll ever go back to that now. You look at the recruitment and everything, and it's high hopes for us, isn't it? In the future, short term or long term, on the field and off it. So. You just live and die by your transfers of each season. Like if you have a bad season, you know, you will lose your yeah. Yeah. West Ham. Yeah. 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 Considering, like, I think, considering where we were in November mm. to finish top four is, is probably is probably a, a bit of a um, bit of a disappointment. Mm. But if you'd have said at the start of the season, what yeah. what state yeah. you take it? January is hard, isn't it? When you only beat City and then Manny. I think Ball. I think Ball was Bournemouth away. It was the turning point. Yeah. Wasn't January was when um, Firmino got more points than the actual club? Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one there. <laughs> It's right, it's not a nightmare, didn't you, for a few it's weeks like that? Yeah. No, January, well, February, I think it was just when, personally, like, I think Manny's just, I'm a massive fan of his, I just think even when he runs and he's that fast, he just causes uh, defenders to just be a bit anxious, yeah. you know, and I think that's really going to play into the derby, especially these young lads are going to play, you can't yeah. they're going to be bang, 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 and they don't, you know, I think the, the, first, the game of Goodison proves yeah. that as soon as you, you stop paying attention to Marnie, it'll just nip in. Why don't happen to Goodison? Oh, I am. Um, oh. You got a video? Marnie, uh, that's Marnie. When, um, when, when you said earlier about Marnie, if, if he played on the left, I think Evertonians would be pleased if he did that because I think we feared him more down the middle. So if he, if he was on the left, we could probably well, the, yeah. channel him out. I think, I think Holgate's probably going to be the fastest lad on the pitch, but he's going to need that pace if he's yeah. going to anywhere. It's positioning though as well, and you've got to have there's so much more things. You need your positioning rights and stuff. You need to know who's following who, who's tracking who, and stuff like I that. I think it's a misnomer though to say that any of the Liverpool front three players actual proper wingers, because they never look to go the outside or something. Mm. It's always the full-backs yeah. overlapping who take the width. Because yeah. it's even if Marnie's on the right, you can guarantee he's going to be within yeah. a about eight yards and it's only Milner who will put a cross in the box yeah. Klein is petrified oh A to beat a man choose to put a cross in yeah. I don't know why and three to, to stop yeah. Jesus Christ that and he can't stop a cross I don't know what he is yeah. he's not a full back because he can't stop one he can't put one in He's I think Klein's came with a bit of fear to be honest since he's moved to us I think a Southampton he knew you know I think he's I'm not saying he's done nothing bad he's He's, you know, you look at his ratings, if you had to rate Marek every game, it's probably 6, 7, 6, 7, 6, 7. Oh, yeah, he's a but six I think when he's come up to us, like, I think he's, he's he's scared. And I mean, you probably know more, you're, you're in the ground a lot more than anyone. Uh, I've, when I've been, the fans are getting on a lot more players' blocks, which, you know, I think, I know, I remember Chan had a bad one. Was it against Southampton? I think Chan, and rightly so, as, as yeah. coming from a lot of criticism, I don't see, he's not, he's not a footballer for me, he's not. Mm. He looks he, he looks heavy all the time. He look he looks everything's laboured with him. He takes ages to, to pass out. He'll get the ball and he's got to think for a couple of seconds before whereas the others in that midfield to get it and give it and get it and give it. Whereas he'll dawdle on it and he'll and he'll take his time. Um, apparently he's been carrying a calf injury, but that doesn't wash with me to be honest. The only thing he's been he's had going for him is that he's still strong and fast. Like he is, he's another one who's just an athlete. 
who happens to play football. He's holding out on time the contract because he wants to play old midfield. He, 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 he'll never be a hold midfield as long as I've got a hole in my ass. Yeah. He is not a midfield. I think what I did like him though from the Burnley game when we started off there because uh, Ashley Barnes was just taking the piss out of Clavan and Chan right along, he, you know, put himself fucking centre back and left us, you know, with gaps in front of us. But I don't think we hadn't done that. I think we would have been uh, 2 0 down going into that because, uh, you know, go back to our centre back situation. I think he's got something on clock, definitely. He, yeah. He must have. Mm. Clock must have done something, his wife or something. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about, uh, in terms of, we've spoken an awful lot about Liverpool there, didn't we? about, sorry, prediction. I think we'll win 3 1. Oh, I'd rather win 1-0 in the 94th minute. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> See you later, Jack. Nice <laughs> yeah, yeah. one for your uh, contribution. Uh, so, in terms of Everton for the rest of the season, lads, do you think we can get any higher than where we currently are? There's obviously, we're, we're level with Arsenal, but there's like games in hands and stuff like that. So, what do you reckon? We, I think we've got an aim to, um, because we've, we've, we've still got a lot of the teams to play. We've got to play Liverpool, we've got to play Man United, we've got to play Arsenal on the last day. Um, so if you look at those points, every those three of those points that we get is three points that they don't get, so it's six points in effect. Yeah. So in a way, although it doesn't feel like it's in our hands because technically we are behind, it's not completely out of our hands. It, it we, we've still got a bit of um, control over our own destiny, which is which is good because. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You know, the last couple of seasons, we've been just... You know, drifting towards the end of the season with nothing to do. So just That's the fact that we, yeah, just the fact that we've got something to play for is good. I, although it seems a little bit outlandish to say top four, whilst things are still mathematically possible, you don't rule them out. You'd be stupid not to rule them out. And it's like, 
you know, Neville Southwell's been quoted as and he was sort of saying like, why are aim not to win the league? If you, what, what, yeah. what are you doing in the league if you're not trying to win it? So for me, if we can still finish second, then our aim is to finish second until such time as we can only finish third and the aim is to finish third. Yeah. Otherwise, what is the point in turning up? So we've got to go to these places and try and win because we've got to finish as high up the league as we can and ultimately there's a second sort of incentive to that that you know you've got Lukaku intimating that he wants to play Champions League well let's not rule it off the table for ourselves because it's not unthinkable that we could give him that Mm -hmm. I think the worst thing as a fan that you could possibly ever see is your team turn into the ones who like the Sunderlands who just show up and go right the best we can hope for is just not to concede and hope we nick Make a, a cheeky goal, yeah. and you end up you end up turning up to every game, basically going, "Oh, we're just going to watch our team defend and yeah. not do anything." And that's one of the great things about watching Liverpool every week is there's no team in the world that they're scared of going out yeah. and mm. playing an actual game of football mm. against. Now the flip side to that is I think for Everton, if they come out and try and play football against Liverpool, that just plays into our hands. That's um, what you look like. You want to go up, and you know get challenging for top four, and you got to play football, and like you're saying. We we're pushing. We we're, we're aggressive with teams. We conceded a lot of goals. Now I know as Everton fans, he's, you know, from what I can remember, he's like you know, strong back line. There's not many goals getting put passes and stuff. And I think when you look at the top six, I know Spurs. Spurs got an awesome defence, and they're probably like the bit of the exception to the rule. But I think United have like three less than us. Uh, City and they're enough the same conceded as us. And I think you've just got to sort of that Premier League now. You've just sort of got to accept, especially when we play City. It's like, well, well you have a goal, we have a goal, you have. And it's when it's the last what time the most defensive mm-hmm. team won won the league. Mm-hmm. It's, it's been for the last. God, it's probably Mourinho's Chelsea. I was going to say yeah. 05 kind of that. You've got, well you got the top four when you know he was. I think it was like eleven one nil wins. You know he's had that strong. Yeah, it was. That was it. That's, to Everton, yeah. that's the maximum there of what like to see what them players did. You couldn't ask for any more. It is. But anymore. the thing that I always like not to take any achievements away from us, but the thing that I always do reflect on on that season is it was one of the lowest points to us to get fourth mm. ever. You know it wasn't that we went out and beat the world it was yeah. the fact that the world came back to us a little yeah. bit yeah. more than anything um, great achievements but you don't yeah. get a trophy you can say that with Leicester don't you because everyone you know, I think if Leicester played the football you know I mean I know it's hypothetical but yeah, I think the top teams like Chelsea after the, that start they had they sort of just went from you know three months to beat everyone really and it's, well, it's, all, it's all just momentum isn't it yeah. that, that, that's the thing momentum's yeah. just the key you know the, the team when you finished second the other year that team wasn't good enough to finish mm. second but the momentum just yeah. carried you there yeah. and you should have won the league yeah. Leicester you know probably mm. what 15th 16th best squad in mm. the league won the league just mm. purely on momentum because yeah. the momentum affects your mentality it affects everyone yeah. else's mentality you, you can't overestimate the, the psychological effect you know even if that's giving you an extra half yard of pace or giving the other team an extra mistake that, mm. a, that a goal comes from I just hope the international break hasn't disrupted our um, yeah. consistency and um, it what you just said sorry yeah. momentum yeah. because Everton have got momentum they're the best yeah. side in the league since January on paper statistically they are so I'm hoping that that doesn't affect us too much the players being away and then coming back but yeah. it's a derby and it can happen but Chris what do you reckon the rest of the season and do you think that we can do you echo Sean's thoughts or do you think realistically yeah, we'll stay where I'd, we are I'd actually, I'd actually uh, shorten it from what Sean, Sean's saying Sean's saying that uh, if it's uh, mathematically possible to, to get second you, you go for second of course you do I think I'd, I'd go back to um, 
what, what like Liverpool players used to say. I mean, it, it bugs me to say it, but they used to say we take every game as it comes, okay. and that, that that it's exactly true. Though, if if you aim to win your next match, and you win that next match, you then aim to win the match after it, and then the, the, the position in the league t- it it, mm. it it sorts itself out. And it, it could be that you'd end up finishing fourth, fifth. I personally don't think that Everton will get any higher than they are right now, to be fair. And I, I, because I think to, to do it, to get higher, we've got to beat Arsenal, then we've got to beat Man United, and I don't think we'll beat all of them. We might win the odd game or get a, you know, a point out of them, but we're not going to beat them. Not right now. But I don't think we're quite so it's ready. It's a kick-on. We need I that statement win. Because yeah. Yeah. we've got that in the next few weeks, haven't we, all of them? Yeah. I think we're on the cusp of something, but it's um, you know the likes of, of Snyderland. You know, I, I think the like I think Snyderland's probably one of the best players in the league. Potentially, I think United have let a gem go there. I don't know how he didn't get into their team, but I, I actually think he's magnificent. Mm-hmm. They let him go and keep Fellaini. For, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, <laughs> I know he's an ex-player, but the lad, yeah. you know, you get the Fellaini's. Snyderland's mm-hmm. got a bit of class about him. I mean, yeah. So, so yeah. In, in, in summary, I think um, I think Everton will finish sixth-ish. Fair enough. So off the field whilst we're here, um, points of view on the new stadium announcement last week. So I know we're tight for time, but Evertonians first, and then if you care, if you want to have an opinion, then tell I'll us. Because yeah, certain blues, it, certain reds, without you know saying there's loads of them, but mm-hmm. there's certain reds who've had an opinion on that mm-hmm. or spoke out or. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's others just saying it's a complete myth no one at Liverpool's bothered about whatever to do so mm. well, then let's come to you first well, let's so, yeah, so, well I think as I said like, when I first about it when I, you know because you there's your dreams for ages and I thought oh, this is just all the crap and then you know then you say oh they've had the planning permission I thought fair enough I said you know I mean if they get you know get that stadium it's, which is a uh, you know obviously it's good it's you know it's it's good for you, do you know what I mean? I think you know. It's I good think, for the city. I think if you get that stadium, it's good for the city. I said I'd be like, I'd be surprised if Bill Kenwright's still there because that's all the investors look for. If you've got that stadium, then that's when this all to come in. It's what happened with City anyway. Yeah. I think uh, I don't think City would have been locked out if they didn't have that stadium. <laughs> but uh, I think it's obviously it's it's you know it's overdue. And I think if I take the red out of me, I think you know when you look at clubs like West Ham and stuff getting that, I just think well, Everton, Everton are and shoulders over them so yeah. you think you know it's about time to be awesome. honest but I think one thing I'm, I'm interested to see is the naming rights that will go because they've got to go because it's but we're not going to call ourselves Big Stand FC <laughs> I can think of a few names for the stadium if you go want on that no I'll email you <laughs> <laughs> uh, no uh, if you take the red out of me I think it's good I think uh, don't get me wrong, I'm not looking over my shoulder worrying, do you know what I mean? It's probably not like a City United mm. thing yet. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's it's definitely needed, I think, because yeah. you know, Goodison never seems to me. I mean, mm. you you guys who go to the match will tell, and tell us, but like, it never seems to be a stadium that suffers from being undermanned, like like the Etihad and the, mm. the Emirates seem to be quite a lot of the time, you know. Mm. You're selling enough seats, you need that extra space. Mm. There's clearly no space at Goodison. Mm. Goodison has also fallen down around everyone's ears. Yeah, like it's it's just a, a dump basically. I just and like it, to say, yeah, I just be like you know with the, the ownership of the stadium and stuff, and then you just, I mean, I, he's probably know a lot more about Bill Kemp like the main stuff like that, and I think the ownership and just seeing where because I think when you get this stadium, this is if you, like when you get this new stadium, you potentially if you play it, I could go into this top bracket of English football, and if you fuck it up. He's won't and he won't ever go because I think that's how big of a chance I think it is. Do you know what I mean? Commercially wise, I think they get you know the owners in because you look at City and Chelsea, they've been that 
Do you know what I mean? It, it never do any years. You know, the odds. You know, I knew Dennis Wise played for Chelsea. I about it. Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy Greaves, but mm-hmm. I didn't know anyone. You know, you know, City were all right for two minutes back in the day. They won a cup winners' cup in the nineties, didn't they? Yeah. Who's done our bed on Talksport? Who uh, they always go to? If you talk about Chelsea, because he played about two games. Clumsy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, We've agreed a deal to buy the land, we haven't purchased the land, mm. we've got to apply for plan permission, it's got to go to the government and be rubber stamped. There's all sorts of terms which I'm not even going to get into now because I don't understand it all, but last week I was buzzing, was you both happy with what you heard? Yeah, absolutely, it's, it's the good thing that comes out of Goodison now is that you don't get little sound bites every five minutes of we're going to do this, we're going to do that. Yeah. The news that we got was that something had happened. Now I don't think we'll hear anything else now. Yeah. We, we won't. We won't hear any little snippets until there's actual good news, information to give. Because in in the past, all of the false promises that we've heard that were mm. all doomed to failure before they even started. Yeah. If indeed they did start, yeah. you no know, yeah. Kirby move. Yeah. The only good thing about Kirby was we would put Phil Thompson's fireplace shop to we do have that closed. <laughs> but, um, you know that was that. I, I think I think what's happening in Goodison now it's it's all very professional, and it, it's it's. I think uh, with the stadium as well, is the stadium just going to be for your football and you? So you're going to have to do with space. Well, we don't I know. Think that brings a lot of money into it as well, and mm-hmm. I think that's something you may have to accept because at the end of the day, you're getting a brand new stadium unless you, you know, Man City or Chelsea. You know, you're going to have to do like you know, for space bills of building one right next door, but they're hosting like NFL games. And blah, blah, well, that, I think it's going to be benefits. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Commonwealth Games and concerts and all that. That's what I'm saying. I think it needs to be like said, you know, to the fans because you don't want to, you know, all the blue nose turn up going, what the fuck? No, what was this? What do you think? Yeah, it needs to be like you need to know. What's going to happen? It might not. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm not sure it will actually. You yeah. know, because no, no, you know, yeah. I, I know it's it's obviously everything's revenue, isn't it? Because yeah. everything's revenue based now. Because it's all big business. You know, it's not like you know, uh, you know, it's Evan. So we, yeah. we, we don't we don't have concerts on. Yeah. I, I think with the council being um, being involved in in the potential move, that we've actually you know we've got the Liverpool Echo Stadium there to do concerts and and do conferences. There might be actually something in, in within the deal that says you don't actually take business from them. Mm. And, and that's that's why the council is still on side with it. Mm. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if, if Everton moved down down there tomorrow, mm. you could say, well, the Echo Arena could close yeah. overnight. Yeah. It's simple to requirements. Yeah. It's too small. Would you fill it, Mark? Honestly, four thousand yeah, people at seventy quid a ticket. Yeah, Sixty thousand, isn't it? Fifty. The talk of fifty initial talks. I'm, I'm quite confident that we've finished. Fin- is it, is, it that, yeah. is, it, is yeah. every every um, Premier League team that have got a new stadium hasn't the average attendance gone up? Statistically, mm. I think, I think I, it's I, the location of it as well. Though, yeah. be, it, it, things will change for the club. Yeah. Not all Evertonians will like that, but yeah. you've got the day trip side of it, you've got the tourism side yeah. of it with the council on board, they're going to love mm. all that. Uh, Evertonians are going to have to embrace it. Well, I've said this to Evertonians for ages. I said, if you want to go out and spend, like, I think you've got one fella on 100 grand a week, or I don't think you've got anyone. If you want to give someone 150 a week, spend 30, 40 million of your own cash on players, this is what you've sort of got to. Because Everton is proper, like, you know. You know when you say the people's club, and I, you know, I'll give you your Judas, you know, a lot of locals there. And I think you've got to, it's what you're willing to sacrifice, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think 
Chelsea sold Chelsea sold themselves out. You know, they had on to sell City sold themselves out. United, you know, doing it better than anyone. They're raking it in. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? You know, and we're doing it. You know what I mean? I think that's sort of just going to have to. It, it is what it is, really. You can't compete. You what's don't your, do it. I think. You know, I think the, the most most exciting thing for me was the the intimation that that we weren't going to uh, go for the cheap option. Yeah. Uh, you know, Robert Elston seemed to say that you know we we looked at a couple of options and we're going to go for, for for the data one. And people are saying three hundred and fifty million pound. That that's a lot of stadium for your money. And I think it's it's all about the location, isn't it? I mean, uh, when you when you look at the plans for that area and the fact that we're going to be in it, it's going to be a whole new cosmopolitan district to yeah. to the city centre. And you know. I've just come back from Barcelona this weekend and I'm not saying we're Barcelona or that we're going to be Barcelona but when you go to that stadium it, it's like a whole experience and you're like sort of immersed in the culture and it's part of the city and it, I just, it just sort of excites me to the thought that I know people have got views on day strippers and stuff but the thought that people will be coming to Liverpool as tourists and coming to view our stadium the way I went mm. to look at the new camp. Mm. I just find that really exciting. Yeah. Just because, you know, like even looking around things at the stadium, looking at things like the the presidents of the club and that, you know, you don't really care, but it's still you still read about it, you still take mm. an interest and you go away and learn more about it. And ultimately that's just gonna all bring money into the club, isn't it? And you know, whether we do do things with the Commonwealth Games and that, I'm I'm not I'm not so sure because that's what I think the, that, that's gonna seal the, the only thing that's sort of it makes me sort of think that that might not be the case is that the architect who we've who we've uh, enlisted Dan Mice has sort of suggested there won't be a running track mm-hmm. and I can't see what stadium used for Commonwealth Games can't have a running track yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, they can do marvellous things with the architecture and design now, like, so it's possible, but we'll, we'll, we'll carry on speaking about this, uh, all the cop bites are going to leave because, uh, yeah, they usually leave early, so, uh, two to four, Jay, Ken and Michael have gone gone, but thanks lads for your nice one, mate. Well, yeah, I see what you mean, Sean, it is exciting, because we haven't got that now, have we? We haven't got that attraction of, oh, we'll, we'll bring you to County Road to come and see our football club, let's be honest. We, as much as you want to, like, eh, hope for that, it, a new stadium on the waterfront is, is a visual it's presence, a, and then it's a, a physical presence for the... What are people going to see as, as, as they come down the, the River Mersey and, and on these cruise ships? That's, yeah. You know, literally the first thing you'll see is this massive stadium, yeah. and yeah. you're going to say, what's that? Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, and if you're coming into Liverpool as a tourist, you see, you, you know, you, you're gonna see our stadium. You're gonna be able to walk to it from town. So you've got the option: shall I go and walk to the brand new stadium on the waterfront to host, host all the concerts and, and 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 a top Premier League football team, or am I gonna get on the number twenty six bus to Anfield? Yeah, you know. You're gonna, yeah. you're gonna walk and go to the new waterfront stadium. So I, I think that from a reputational perspective, the opportunity there is just absolutely fantastic. I think from a social point of view as well, it, it's great to know that the um, the club are uh, trying to build a new stadium and they're not going to put a single person out of the home, which yeah. you know other clubs have done in the past. Shall we say? But they'll yeah. remain nameless. Those <laughs> yeah. clubs. 
Well, no, it's great. And it, I mean, this is a derby preview, but it's definitely important that we mention this. And with all them out the room now, we can call them every name under the sun. But it's nice to finish off on the good news for Everton. They've had their loft conversion, they've had their little moments. Obviously, we've talked about the football inside, but that was substantial news off the pitch. And all of us three were talking in work about how excited we were. So it is good to get your views. Um, but just finishing off on the subject of on the pitch, give us a prediction for Saturday. I, I, I was actually going to predict nil-nil until um, the, the red guys said that they were going to concede a goal. So I think Everton will defend deep. I think they'll defend on the edge of the box. Because I think when you fear a team with pace, that's a thing to do. And you, you work from there. I don't think it, it'll be a defensive display, particularly if, if Snydlin plays, because he'll absolutely be spraying the ball forward you know, to, to, to get the car yeah. in, the well, in the wide channels. Um, part of me hopes it's a two-all draw as well, because... It'd be great to see Klopp at the end of the game getting his team to go and celebrate in front of the cops. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So what are you going for? I'll uh, 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 go for nil-nil, but I'll go for a one-nil because the Reds could think they're going to concede. Well, I'm going to say one-nil because I just keep having flashbacks of Kev Campbell and think Lukaku's going to turn and do the same. <laughs> one-nil. Come on, I'll go for, I, I'm going to have to be optimistic because... If I'm criticising yeah. the club for not having the, the right mentality, then you've got to criticise yourself, haven't you? Um, so I'm going to go 2-0 Everton. And, you know, ultimately what, what's caused me to, to think that is yesterday they were doing a bit of a preview on Sky Sports and they were asking people uh, to talk about the, 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 the key personnel for their club. Our fans were asked to talk about Romelu Lukaku. Liverpool fans were asked to talk about Jürgen Klopp. Mm. Now, I don't know what position mm. Jürgen Klopp plays, but I'm not worried about him. So, if if our biggest threat is their manager, why shouldn't we be confident? Oh, that's yeah. a great way to end it, that. Yeah. Uncle Nobed on the, on the touchline with his cap, I know. Well, I'm going to go 1-0, as I say. Um, as you say, you can't sit here and say, oh, we'll go for a draw. We shouldn't be going there settling for a point. We shouldn't be going anywhere. It's time that we, uh, we, we had a kick up the arse and maybe just uh, a statement win. Going to Anfield and Old Trafford in the space of four days is a, is a massive chance to do so. So hopefully, lads, this time next week we'll meet again, do another catch-up podcast and a review, review of the game and we'll be in jubilant mood. Who knows, if we beat them 2-0, those three copyrights may permanently stay out the room. Yeah. yeah, I know they'll take the piss out of us, but you know, if we win, we can do a fucking week's worth of podcasts mm. every day. We'll do one every dinner time, just, yeah. Just, just, we just like, mentioned Lukaku just at the end there. I think Lukaku has, has been sort of quite critical of the club lately, asking the questions... He had no right to ask those, those questions, but he's asked them. Now, I think the onus is back on him to actually come out and, and prove that he can actually play against one of these top four or five clubs. And he's got to go and get on the pitch and, and do the business there. You know, and it's it, it down to the likes of him is whether Everton can win or lose the game. Yeah, yeah, and it, I, I echo that. It's time for him to stand up. Also, completely missed the point, but I think it's a massive game for Ross Barkley. Um, he'll be annoyed the fact that he didn't get on the pitch for England Evertonians kind of won't be but it's a real chance for him to shine and he's been doing well the last three and a half months I think we're probably quite glad he never got on the pitch for England because yeah. I just view it as poisonous and to be honest it's, 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 it's always club before country I'd rather Everton won a throw in than England won the World Cup to be honest <laughs> um, so you know hopefully that's given him a little bit of desire to prove in place if he's interested in playing for England then great for him um, but the only way you play for your country supposedly is by playing well for your club it doesn't always seem to work out that way um, and no reason to believe that'll change with the hanger on as manager now but uh, you know let's see what he does uh, he needs to like Lukaku put in some big displays against the big clubs um, not that I want to call Liverpool a big club but 
the hour they are in the league, they're above us. So let's see what he does. Great stuff. Well, thanks for coming on the, the podcast again, lads. And we've already thanked the Copites, but uh, they'll probably be already outside Anfield with the selfie sticks now, won't they? Anyway? I've, I've, I've yeah, just seen so. Ken on his way back to Speak Airport, actually. I mean, he's getting his flight home. Yeah. James is effing and blinding in the corner somewhere, talking about trophies. And Michael, I don't know, he could talk for England, couldn't he? Yeah. Uh, they, love, they love to talk about Liverpool, but thanks for them to coming on, and thanks for you lads coming on. Hopefully, get the result that we want on Saturday. Nice one. Thank you. See you, fellas. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo Fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Instacart shoppers know groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock-hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find. And they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart.